Episode 8. I feel like I should be singing a different song today. March Madness is finally here. You're listening to the All Day Every Day show with All Day Every Day and Manny Ruffin. My name is Alex Jacobs. Like I said, should I start singing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the March Madness song. <laughs> It's that time, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time. Finally, we get to start breaking down this bracket as Selection Sunday just passed. And we get to discuss our bracket, see who we have. I know we were already starting to have some differences before I started to hit this red button. So we'll see what we got today. Manny, what's going on, pal? How you doing? Chilling, man. I'm just trying to break down this bracket. I just, there's not. I'm frustrated, man, because there's usually like a couple obvious Cinderella picks, and that's like my my specialty, man. It's just not. I mean, there's there's a couple of matches that just throw up that come out the page to you. Besides that, you mess with yourself, man. Yeah, and for I know. some I reason, mean... I hate to get into too too deep, but everyone's all over Winthrop, Dean Villanova. That's not happening. Right. Something's telling me not to take it because everybody wants to take it. Yeah. Besides that, man, I'm good, man. I got to the, I got to the range a couple of days ago. Yes, sir. It was well, absolutely now, It's ugly now because we had, like, three really nice days that were looking really promising. And then yesterday and, you know, today, March, Wednesday, March 17th, it's like, oh, we're, we're back to March weather. So I'm just – I'm not getting, like, overexcited yet. I'm not getting too excited about – about the season yet? Cause I'm not even. I don't like playing in the cold, so I'm not. I'm not even. We got time, man. We got time. I know. We can't be patient. Once April comes, it's it's like that's when the go time is gonna hit. But exactly. For now, it's like. I mean, we have a month of. I mean, this this weekend, the best part of of the start of the tournament is round of sixty four, when you literally can do nothing all day, and just sit and watch, random games. I mean, it's it's the coolest thing ever. I remember my sophomore year uh, at Widener. I'm a senior now. I remember my sophomore year. I was living in an apartment, and me and my roommates had three TVs set up. So when March Madness came up, we had three games going, and then we had one on a laptop. Like, it's just the coolest thing ever. You're just watching, watching, watching. And, like, some of the games don't matter to you at all. Right. Most of them don't matter to you at all. Right. So, but it's just, like, you gotta see, bro. I mean, you remember you at Pencrest when we were oh senior year, God. we would be with the iPads. Oh I remember when, like, she's like, "All right, go on your iPad, pull up the textbook." What are we doing? We're watching the games. Like, <laughs> come on. So we're gonna take this by region, um, and we're gonna see what we got. Let's start with the West. I'm gonna say right off the bat, Gonzaga is walking through the West region. And you can't change my mind. You can't. There's no way that they don't just not even not even trot. Literally not even a jog. They are walking through the West region. It's like you can't change my mind. I don't know who's gonna beat them. I really don't. I really don't. I think Jalen Suggs is my favorite player on this team. And this true grit and it's just it's too easy for him. It's too easy. It's too easy. They're not going to get beat. 
So when you're looking at what, and, and here's the thing, what I love about the brackets too is the round of 64, you can really mess up. Like you can, and it's not going to matter. Like you, you're looking under that. You got Oklahoma and Missouri under that. Okay, let's say you pick Missouri and it's and Oklahoma wins. It doesn't matter because Gonzaga's going to beat them in the next round anyway. So you and you're really only getting the big points for your final four. So that's why it's tough right now when you have four number one seeds and I'd like to say two of them are a little iffy. So. That's why I'm saying you can't really have three ones in your three to four ones in your final four. Um, but I have Gonzaga rolling. Another game I want to highlight here is everybody's kind of deciding to shit on Creighton for no reason. I think Creighton's going to win. I almost was going to pick them against Virginia in the next round. People also, if you want to look down on that Virginia-Ohio game, people are also trying to say because of this COVID thing that's going on in Virginia, they don't know if that's going to, if that's, it's definitely not helping them, but they don't know how much it's going to hurt them. They're thinking Ohio might get that win, and that would be a huge upset there. But again, I don't think that's going to happen. I think in your round of 32, you have Gonzaga, Oklahoma, Creighton, and Virginia. Um, And then as you look down, you go a little further, obviously Kansas is going to move on. And you look at Oregon and VCU. VCU is always a great tournament team, a great 10 versus 7 matchup. And I usually am picking VCU, but this year I just like Oregon. Oregon's got the chance to, to do something special. Will they beat Will they beat Iowa in the 32? Probably not. Do they have a, a better chance at, at beating them than VCU does? 1,000%. So when you're looking at that 32, I mean, USC, Kansas, can Kansas move on from USC there? I mean, yeah, I mean, can USC move on from Kansas there? That's the biggest question. Can can Kansas get upset in, in the 32? You, you are making a lot of assumptions right now for teams that are in danger around one in early. You, in, you in, 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 you, no, 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 no. You made an assumption about Gonzaga trotting through the They East. are. Like, they are. They're in danger every game they play after the first round. I, I, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Missouri, either team they played, played, Oklahoma played in the second best conference in, or the probably the third best conference in basketball. And Missouri played in the second best conference in that sport, arguably. They're not going to just walk through that game. You, you, did you not see the, the championship of the conference when they played BYU? BYU was in that game. I know. They, the yeah, but then, then what happened? Jalen sucks. Yes, yes. yes. BYU sucks. Like, BYU got beat by 30 and, like, 28 in the regular season. Oklahoma and Missouri aren't slouches. Creighton gets by Virginia and meets them in the 316. That's not a kickball. Or even Virginia, but I think Virginia loses that game. But you, you were real – and don't – USC just walking through that game? Like, like Wichita State or Drake are two teams that could really do damage? Well, because now, you're – I mean – so, I have a problem with my, with my Drake Bulldogs. I know, that's what I'm saying. You're biased on Drake. So, like, you're not going to – you're not even going to think about – No, like, I'm not biased. They're a good team. On, so, you, you said, what, you have three brackets right now? I have one made. You one, have one, one made. Thing. So, do you – and and do you have USC moving on in that bracket? You you probably have either. I have I have which I have State and Drake. Either or being them. In the, I have East uh, Eastern Washington being Kansas as well. What, bro? I what think there's mean? a better chance for USC to beat Kansas than Eastern Washington. Really, bro? I mean, Eastern Washington scores seventy eight points a game. They have they have they have junior and senior guards. They shoot eighty percent from the free throw line, which is huge in the tournament. And and they have to have like four or five players that score over double digits uh, in double digits, which is huge. When you're trying to upset a big team, you need everyone to contribute. You got to be one guy who's absolutely 
unreal or your whole team needs to be contributing at least 12, 14, 15. That one year when we saw UMBC beat Virginia by 30, pretty sure their whole starting lineup had like 15. That's so the recipe. In the West, in the West, um, in my... And they entered the dance when the 14th was 15. Come on. He said, come on. In the, in the West, in my Sweet 16, I have... Gonzaga, Virginia, which I'm still so shaky on leaving Virginia there, but I'm just going to, you know, pray because I don't think Creighton's going to get the job done. Um, and then I, I have Kansas and Iowa. I think that's, that's sure, that's all. Oh, one, two, three, four, sure. But, mm-hmm. I, I like, to your point of, of Drake doing Drake things, I don't think that's going to happen. The only thing that I would be shaky on is leaving Kansas and not putting USC there. That's all. That's all. Putting USC past Kansas? Yeah, no, yeah, USC past Kansas. That's the only thing that I'm that I'm a little shaky on. Not and 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 Creighton and Virginia. But again, like I said, Creighton and Virginia is close is a close call here. And I'm not even saying that because of that's a four and five. I'm literally saying that because Virginia's shaky right now with this COVID thing going on. And I think both those teams are in danger. Both like, of those teams, you're right. You're totally danger. right. You're totally right. There's a lot like I don't there's only two teams in this bracket that I think are safe to move on. That's Gonzaga and Iowa. Besides that, everyone else is serious like pins and needles. Yeah, We're walking trouble. on one inch of ice, like because VCU is not a slouch, Eastern Washington's not a slouch, Drake and Wichita State aren't horrible. Ohio is not bad, Virginia's not that good. Creighton's not horrible. UCSB is not not a slouch either. Like it's not there's no I could I wouldn't be surprised if we've seen two or three upsets in the West. Because I've just got to come somewhere. And from this bracket, this is like the only part of the bracket I could see them really, really coming from in bunches. But we'll see, man. Yeah, I know. So, all right. So, let's go down to uh, to East, to the East region. We'll move back to our Sweet 16 once we get through the East. And then on to the South after that. Is Michigan here? Michigan's the one seed in the East. Is Michigan the – this is, this is like, tough for me to say. But is Michigan the weakest one seed? I think so. I think coming so. Into, coming into the tournament, they're probably tied with Baylor. As the weakest one seed, really? They're probably tied with Baylor. Baylor, in my opinion, Baylor has a lot of hype. But like, if you've seen how they play basketball the last couple months of the season, it hasn't been great. But yeah. people also could say that the COVID absence for Baylor, like, all right, whole whatever. But weakest one seed, probably Michigan. Baylor's right there, too, right now. Right now, Baylor's right there with them. Yeah, okay. So I'm I'm with you on that. I mean, Michigan has is look, Juwan Howard, giving him credit. I don't know if you saw the stat where it's first time that Michigan's a number one seed since nineteen ninety three when Howard was a part of the Fab Five. He was a sophomore in ninety three, so that's pretty cool. It's all full circle. He leads them to a one seed as a coach, and then the last time they were a one seed was when he was playing for them as a sophomore. So pretty cool stuff there. Uh, I think a lot of people don't really realize that because Michigan's always in the tournament and they're always contenders. So nobody really thinks, oh, they're a one seed because, you know, they're just always there. Then let's, I know we were talking right before we started recording here, LSU. I'm high on LSU too, but I just, I don't know. I want what, to. Pass St. Bonnie's? No, no, no. Pass, pass Michigan. Uh... Pass Michigan. I want to pick a Michigan upset here. I just don't know if I can do it before. I think this is the perfect spot for Michigan to get upset. They've been losing, re- not losing, but they haven't been playing great as of recent. 
have been playing horrible. Um, but LSU has a whole year. They've been winning games. They're not supposed to win losing games. When winning games are not supposed to win and losing games that they're supposed to win by 20. And that's why they're nine or they're eight seed. So I think the tournament is, some, is, is is where LSU can put all the pieces together, at least just play like they have nothing to lose for the first time in a while. Just for six games, just play like they have absolutely nothing to lose and leave it all on the table. And I think that this is the LSU team that's going to make it to the Sweet 16. Um, Michigan, I mean, and another thing that bothers me in Michigan is that they they don't they run a really good offense. Like they, have, they run a really good offense, they're really good big man. They shoot 40% from the three. But I just have a feeling those games where they've been shaky and that three ball's not falling. I'm just like, ugh. Like, this is a whole different offense. And I think if they have one of those games, I'm just going to be feeling the same type of way. Yeah, I mean, it, when you look at the rest of this this uh, East region, too, so you're – I mean, Colorado, I think, is, is also slept on a little bit. But I know you already had said, um, you know, earlier before we started recording that Georgetown's your pick here. Am I wrong? I can't – I can't, bro. Colorado's not bad. Colorado's not bad at all. But I can't bet against a. Uh, we've seen this story so many times, bro. That the team of the Big East that had no chance. They get hot in the Big East tournament. They're being teased by 20, 30 now. Now they're in. The, now they're in the now tournament. They snuck chance. in. Okay. All right. Now they now they have a favorable bracket in the tournament. Like it's just it, all the stars are lying for Pat and the boys. So okay. All right. Um. So. You move on from that. Um. Let's highlight this Yukon Maryland game. Again, these are for for you know for just for bracket purposes, right? This is a 10-7 here. Maryland's the 10, Yukon's the 7. So a lot of people that aren't very uh knowledgeable about college basketball. So maybe a good 10-7 upset. For me in terms of bracket, you know, not looking at stats or both teams or anything. I'm going with the 7 here. Again, usually I'm a big 10-7 guy in the brackets. Usually I love these 10-7 upsets. I said earlier about VCU, great spot for them to be in a, in a 10 over Oregon, but I just don't like it this year. I like Oregon as the better team. And over here, I don't think Maryland has it. I really don't. So I'm going to rock with, with UConn here, and they're going to move on to, uh, to, to play Alabama and then just get smoked. Again, like I said earlier, the round of 64, it doesn't matter these picks that you're messing up because they're going to lose in the next round anyway. So UConn's going to lose to Alabama. They're not getting upset. Alabama is a team that some people may pick to go to the Final Four. May pick to go to the Final Four. And and I wouldn't have a problem with seeing those brackets at all with, with Bama in the Final Four. Do I have them in my Final Four? No, I don't. But it's it's definitely a, a, like, a likely thing to happen. I like Maryland over UConn, bro. You still you're on that. See, at the beginning when I first made like Sunday night into Monday morning, I had Maryland, and I'm like, look, dude, I don't know. Like, I, I, think, I, Maryland, I think Maryland and UConn are very similar teams. I think the difference between Maryland and UConn is Maryland has a really complete team. Everyone, I mean, obviously Eric Ayala is the one that leads the team, but everyone else puts in like a pretty good, favorably sized portion to Eric Ayala. UConn in their hand, like James Booknight, like they go, they they either live or die with what James Booknight does. And they have, this point cast is decent, but it's similar to like the Miles Powell, Seton Hall teams. And when I watched the biggest tournament when UConn played, who were they playing? Was it Georgetown? I, I don't remember. I don't remember the top of my head, but they were playing. They were playing. It was a, it was the biggest semifinals. It was a Madison Square Garden. They were playing Creighton, and James Booknight, it just just didn't look like he like had that killer in him, like. He is, he is a freshman, but you just can tell guys, like, I'm in MSG, like, this is the tournament. Like, I'm trying to kill. I'm the best player in this conference. I can get 40. I'm a top five pick. 
I didn't see it. And that's something that's, that, that if you don't show that grit, that dog in you, it's hard for me to back in the NCAA tournament because every game will be like that. And that's why I like Maryland. Maryland's a scrappy team or older. And I think I think it'll be hundreds of UConn this game if they come out on top and then lose by 30. So. Yeah, I know. I have, um, as we head over to the round of 32, I have uh, Bama obviously beating UConn, like I said, Texas beating BYU, Florida State beating Colorado. And that's another one that I was tough on. Even if, if Georgetown does get to this game, I don't think they're beating Florida State. Um, and then, like I said, again, it's tough to to pick, to, to not think about picking LSU over Michigan here, but that's why I got Michigan, LSU, Colorado, Florida State, BYU, Texas, and UConn and Alabama. And then, um, you know, like we did earlier in the West, I'll do it the same here in the East, Michigan, Florida State, Texas, and Bama. And again, it sucks to say, but that's one, two, three, four. And I think this year, I want to highlight this again too. I think this year is different in most years because I think these higher seeds, these one seeds, these two seeds, these three seeds, these four it's seeds not. are top dogs. And I think those are going to be the ones that ride the tournament. I don't know. I don't know what it is about this year. I don't know why I feel that this way, but I really think these top the NCAA tournament, bro. I know, I know, but I just I don't really know if I felt like that like this much in the past. I really I think, think these top seeds. I don't tournament where there's been two regions that have one, two, three, four all event. I don't think it's ever happened. Maybe one region. Right, I know. I know. Two? But 41, it's like 41% of the one seeds make it to the final four. So that's close to two, right? So mm-hmm. you got to think about having two ones in your final four. You got to think about it. And I'm not saying, oh, oh, Joe, let's go, let's base our, our brackets off the numbers of the numbers of, of the stats of the bracket, right? I'm not saying that. But I'm just, I, I'm, what I am saying is I think these these higher seeds are going to run the tournament. Like, I really... I, chalky. It's, and chalky. I'm not trying to be, all oh, the chalky, oh, one, two, three, four, write it in, one, two, three, four, because I don't you're, like doing that. Too I know, but I don't, but I, and that's why I'm saying what I'm saying right now, because I do think, I do think it, it is true. These one seeds, these like you like, Texas is in there no matter what, right? Michigan is the only one I think right there that you can you can slip out. Texas and Bama, they're there. Florida State, I think they're there as well. Michigan, sure you could probably have them losing to LSU there, but other than that, I think you have you have two, three, and four of 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 uh, of Texas, Bama, and Florida State. Do you have anything I mean, different Fort, there in the Fort, Sweet 16? Florida State might be in trouble as well. What's your Sweet 16 right now? Uh, Florida State could be in trouble with that game too. They finished uh, my Sweet 16 in that. In the East, yeah. Um, LSU, Georgetown. Get down. Yeah. LSU, Georgetown, Texas, Alabama. Okay. So you, we just got a little bit – we got two two different picks on, on this Michigan and uh, Florida State game in the back because – you're, you're having Georgetown beat Colorado. Um, we'll come back to the Elite Eight there. Let's go to the South. Let's talk about Baylor. Um, this is going to be – now, actually, you did highlight it. I want to start there with Villanova and Winthrop. Um, regardless of this game, Villanova is going to have to play Purdue because I think Purdue is going to beat North Texas uh, like a lot of other people should have in their bracket. Purdue moving on. 
So regardless, if Villanova moves on, they're going to get clapped by Purdue. Not having Gillespie to run the floor here is a huge blow for them. Um, and I, I just, there's nothing more to say on that. I really just think Purdue, and Purdue could be a, a team to, to move on after that and, and, and put themselves in a, in a Elite Eight crew after the Sweet 16. Possibly. Possibly, if you're talking about mm-hmm. upsets on Baylor. Mm-hmm. Possibly, if mm-hmm. you're talking about upsets Purdue? on Baylor. Of all teams, Purdue? I'm just saying. Purdue might not be North Texas, and I'm serious. Yes, they about are. You, I don't. You're just. Bro, you're... I, don't think you, I don't think you realize how many games in the first weekend come down to final shots, like final possess, two possessions. I think you got to you gotta realize more of these. Hi- like, again, we're going to go back to this. These higher seats are going to take over. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's go back. Let's highlight some other games here in this in this uh, South round of sixty four. Texas Tech. I want to highlight here. Are you big on Utah State? Because I'm loving I Texas Utah Tech. State to beat them. You have what? I have Utah State win that game. I hate that because I have Texas Tech moving on and beat and upsetting Arkansas in the thirty two. Utah State's a good team, and that and that line's only so. Uh, but Utah, then, but Texas. then you have Arkansas clapping them right after that. Mm-hmm. See, I have. Uh, there's my that's my big upset there is Texas, Texas Tech moving on. I'm not even that confident in Arkansas round one. Colgate's ass, but like Come on, dude, don't say that. Don't say you're not, like, not, you're not confident in Arkansas over Colgate over two faced. I'm, not, I'm not that confident. I'm not I brushed my teeth with them today. Come on. I forget I forget what the I forget the one dude on Colgate, but he's a bucket. Gets to a bucket on Colgate. I forget his name. They scored a lot of points. And that's a team that's another type of team that's like those teams that have one bucket and they score like 100 points a game, absolutely. All right, so absolutely. then let's do, uh, before we get to our, our 10-7 matchup, I want to do the 8-9 matchup. Again, this doesn't matter for bracket people out there. It doesn't matter if you get this wrong. But this is a this is going to be a good game, and I want to get this pick right. This one of all of, all of the 8-9s, I want to get this one right. North Carolina and Wisconsin, what do you have in this one? I took Wisconsin. Did you? God damn it. I have North Carolina. I, I don't think. know. And I'm not doing that because of an eight. I, I like North Carolina as a better squad. They finished like the season. They finished the season strong. And they put the, they're putting themselves in a in a successful uh position to take this momentum into the tournament. I don't like North Carolina's team at all. And Wisconsin also has one of the lowest opponents points per game in the tournament. Sixty four point three points allowed per game. But again they slow I think they slow UNC down in that game. And again, it doesn't matter. I just I this this one I want to get right. This one's actually also Wisconsin. Also Wisconsin's a nine seed. North Carolina's an eight seed, and Wisconsin's BPI ring is nineteen. Right. Well, it doesn't matter again for the winner because Baylor's gonna clap him the next round. But I did that. That one was a tough one. I wanted to get. Let's do our <clears throat> our our ten seven, Florida and Virginia Tech. Virginia I think I know Tech. what you have here. Yeah, Virginia Tech. In this yeah, one. I have Virginia Tech too. And as much as I wanted to pick Florida, this was the one again. You guys like. Terms of bracket. Let's go back to terms of bracket. There has to be a ten that moves on here. It just always happens. It always happens, regardless of team. Regardless, a ten always moves on. There's you can't be picking all sevens here. Um, so I went. I went Virginia Tech there. And, and then Ohio State's just gonna roll. Do you think Ohio State is is, is, living up to that number two seed? Mm. They're a really good team though, but I just don't see them getting past Arkansas. Arkansas is way better, and that's that's a, that's a Sweet Sixteen matchup, and Arkansas win that game. 
Oh yeah, because you have you have. I mean, I have um, I have Texas Tech there, but yeah. So my Sweet Sixteen is uh, Baylor, Purdue, Texas Tech, and Ohio State in the South region. Hmm. You got any any changes there? I think you have what? You've Ohio Baylor, State. Baylor, Winthrop. Get Ohio out! State. Are you serious? Twenty three and one, bro. They're playing the best basketball Winthrop has ever seen in their lives. And then and this is this is their bracket. Rolling over in Purdue. Two teams that if anyone is showing them going to the tournament, you are absolutely out of your mind. Like Winthrop couldn't ask for a better situation to ever, ever come to the NCAA tournament with. So yes, I have them going to the Sweet Sixteen, and yes, I have them losing my twenty five to Baylor. Oh well. <laughs> and yes, I have them losing the twenty five to Baylor. Like oh well. Um. Yeah. So we have a little. Again, we're we're different there, but obviously, again, higher seeds are going to carry. Baylor's going to carry. Um. Okay. Let's talk about our Midwest and our final region. Let's start with. Uh. I guess we can start with with the top. Let's start with Illinois and Drexel. Twenty five years. Drexel back in the tournament. Super cool to see. Love that. My brother goes to Drexel, so we'll be rooting for Drexel. Again, I don't. I'm not super high on Illinois. I do. I still am going to stick to my word, though. I think Michigan is the weakest one seed, and then I'll put Illinois um, after them. But I think Illinois still has a very, very good team. When you when you look at this too, I love Loyola Chicago to move on um, over Virginia Tech. I really do. Hmm. Again, that like the as you're looking at that is an eight nine seed, right? But I think most people in that game, we could see them picking Georgia Tech there. But I'm I'm high on on Loyola. They just won the ACC. Um, and then I want to talk about Oklahoma State and Liberty. Cade Cunningham is that dude. He is that dude. But a lot of people, I I, I was seeing some things saying that Liberty could upset them. And it's not happening. That's not going to happen. I'm riding with Oklahoma State this tournament. I am riding well, I mean, with. I, I have them. I have them in my final four. So do I. Um, let's go. Uh, all right. SDSU, San Diego State, and Syracuse. I know you're on the side of an upset here, or is that in the round of thirty-two? No, no, I got Syracuse right here. Um, I just, I just. San Diego State's like a damn good team. Like this is a team that could easily make it to the Final Four out of this bracket. Like I, I absolutely, like I'm not even not taking that down at all. But I know for a fact that this game is going to come to the last two minutes of the second half. Any Jim Beheim team in March is dangerous. We see it every year. Every year we forget about Syracuse, and then for some reason they come back, bang in the tournament, just breaking all of our brackets. Same thing with Michigan, but Michigan's a one seed this year, so it's different. Mind you, the ACC tournament. Syracuse had that game one. Virginia hit a crazy buzzer beat of three at, like, literally at the buzzer. Point one seconds left. Sent them home. I think Syracuse is going to come back hungry. Uh, they 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 have a couple of nice little wins. They weren't supposed to make the tournament. They're supposed to be in the first four. So the committee saw them way higher than we all saw them. I think that when they had versus North Carolina put them in without having to play in the first four. I think this game comes down to the last two minutes or one minute, and it's going to be one of those games where whoever hits the big shot is going to move on. Not just for my bracket purposes, for just 
me being the type of person I am in the pick brackets, when the game's like that, I just think that underdog every time. Why not take a shot? So I think Syracuse does. I'll take them. But San Diego State, if they get past Syracuse, West Virginia's going to give them – like, this This, bra- this time of the bracket's hard, but I could see them making it out of this side just because they're subtle and they play great defense. Who's that? San Diego State. But – Yes, yes. They're going to have a really hard time in that round. Well, this is what pisses me off too, though, because, like, I think it actually worked out better for Oklahoma State because then they don't have to face – SDSU, the Tennessee. Here's my thing. I think that Oklahoma State should have been the three seed in this in this bracket. I mean, they beat West Virginia last week twice in a two day span, and then the game, the deciding game that would have been the fourth time they played, um, that was in January. That got postponed. It was like January 18th got postponed. And then earlier in the season, they lost. So they were 2-1 and one against them. Obviously, that, that January game would have been, their fourth game would have been the deciding game. But Oklahoma State uh, finished very strong and looked like they could have deserved that three. But like I said, facing SDSU here, I'd rather have West Virginia go against them. Um, I still have West Virginia beating them. But in my... Let's actually let's do this ten seven here before we do our sweet sixteen. Um, Rutgers or Clemson? I like. I've been as a better. I've been betting on uh, Rutgers against the spread. They've been doing pretty well for me so far this season. Um, but again, that's against the spread. That's not against uh, winning the game. So I'm picking Clemson here. Hmm. I actually have Rutgers. Okay. I actually have. Records. I mean, that, it's look these ten sevens this year have really been stumbling me, and I I hope that I'm I'm usually a big ten seed guy picking over the sevens. So I hope well, that listen, it's a it's a ten seven, and the line is, I think, Rutgers is favorite. Rutgers is a minus one favorite and a ten seven. But that's what I'm saying. So is, you know, people are gonna look at that game and be like, oh my god, Clemson's underdog. Take Clemson. Take Clemson. Take Clemson. Take Clemson. And that's what Vegas be trying to do to y'all over there. I'm, now I'm giving you guys free game on a bracket and an and in bed. Just pay attention. <laughs> when that when your team that really should be hundred dollars is a favorite by one point, it's Vegas trying to put that little bait out there, little hook. You know, come grab it, come take it, come take it. And you every time you take it, but see people like me sit here and watch all of you guys hit the bait, and I go to the left and I just take teams like Rutgers, and everyone's like, "Yeah, you took Rutgers across you." And Rutgers wins by fifteen. Everyone looks at me like I'm crazy, and my team was on the court. But who'd you have? No, no, I said it. No, I like that. Um, I have Clemson here, and and again, I am saying it because Rutgers on the spread. Um, but okay, that's. I mean, regardless, let's. Hey, again, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. This is what's so great. I've said this is probably the third or fourth time I'm saying it. Doesn't matter. Houston's gonna kill him the next round anyway. Um, and and my Sweet Sixteen is looking like Illinois, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, and Houston. I know this can be interchangeable because you can put San Diego State there, but although I've been talking down in West Virginia and how they finished versus Oklahoma State, I really don't see um, – I really just don't see West Virginia losing here to San Diego State. So um, that is a one, two, three, four. Sorry, but – West Virginia losing to Syracuse in round 32. See, I, don't, I, I hate that pick. I hate that. Yo, also I hate, I hate three regions with the one, two, three, four all moving on. That's hideous. Like that, you were you were just lining yourself up to have a bracket that is probably like sixteenth percentile because you have all chalk. Just being honest, bro. It, no, and and the facts say themselves. Okay, but 
my I think my stronger suit is the, towards the end of the bracket. Sure, when uh, I have two ones in the in the um, in the championship, and that's quote unquote chalk. But I'm just saying it's a stronger year for these top dogs and these these higher seeds, and that's what I'm rolling with. That's what I'm trusting this year. Um, I usually am never big on 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 the higher seeds. I like picking. I don't like picking twelves versus you know. I don't like going. Hey, let's let's go thirteen versus four, um, and taking the thirteen or whatever. You know, I'm not big on that. Or twelve versus five. I don't do that. Um, I mean, for I sure. think a couple years ago I had Creighton as a twelve. That was big for me because I don't usually like stretching that far. Um, but sure, I'm setting myself up for chalk. But I'm loving Texas Tech. That's my six that moves on. Um, but that's my elite eight. Is um, I mean that's my sweet sixteen. So let's head to our elite eight. I have um, Gonzaga and Iowa, and I wanted to pick. See, it's so annoying because I mean, regardless, even even if I get the Kansas and USC pick wrong, right? And I and I have USC back to the West here, and I have USC versus Iowa. Iowa's still going to move on, so I have Gonzaga and Iowa there in uh, in my elite eight, and then in the East I have Michigan and Texas. Don't say you have don't don't say you don't have Texas in your in your elite eight. No, I just simply don't. You have Alabama. I have, I have Alabama. Alabama's, I have Alabama, and then I have Georgetown. I I don't know how I, I don't I don't. You have to take chances in this life. I'm not gonna go to the grave and tell my 16 year old grandson that your father went down picking three straight regions with a one, two, three, and a four moving on. Bullshit. Bullshit. Because I have, I have, uh, I took uh, Texas Tech in the South. So I had a one, two, six. And the what? In three out of four. So that's the the one reason that you don't have all the top seeds moving on. Right or wrong. Right. But I'm, okay. The only thing I would change, there's one thing I would change. One thing. In, in eliminating a, a one from one seed, and that would be LSU beating Michigan. But I don't know if I can. That's it. I don't know how I have the ball. That's to it. That. That's it. Because, like, that could just screw me for the rest of the way. Because, like, do I pick Florida State over Michigan? Michigan's really scaring me. I think I'm just going to end up, like, not touching it. But if LSU does beat them, I'm going to be really, really upset. Um, okay, back to our Elite Eight in the South now. It's Baylor and Ohio State and Houston and Oklahoma State. That's a one, two, and a two, and a four. Yeah, mine's Baylor, Arkansas, and then Oklahoma State, Houston. Yeah. I mean, Houston's a great tournament team. We were highlighting that a couple weeks ago when we first started. You were not this. high on Arkansas. Arkansas's a damn good no, I'm, team. I'm, ta- I'm not high on Arkansas at all. No. I, I, you might regret that, buddy. I'm just going to say that right now. I, I dude, I just love Texas Tech. That's why I think I'm just being a little uh, biased on that. Maybe probably from last year. I don't know. Maybe like Matt McClung, but they are not as good as that. You think, love that, bro. dude. I love that, dude. <laughs> like, they're, they're good, but they're not as good as you think. love that, though, dude. From what I'm hearing. Um, okay, and then to our final four. You start. Who's got it? Who's in your, who's in your final four? Final four. So I really wanted to pick Iowa to the final four. But Shut Iowa. up. I really did. And the thing is, but Iowa has a team that can do it because they have one of those teams like that Villanova team a couple years ago. That they get hot from three. It is scary. There's actually nothing you can do. 
I've literally watched the Iowa team score like 16 points in a matter of, a matter of two minutes. So for straight lang, lang, threes, <laughs> back, 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 back. Like this is a team, I'm telling you that they, they're hitting their shots. It's scary, but it's almost just as if not more scary if they're not hitting their shots, which is why I have Gonzaga going to the final four. My final four consists of Gonzaga, Alabama, Arkansas, and Oklahoma State. National championship being Alabama versus Oklahoma State, Alabama won 68 and then that's how that's how the cookie crumbles. And that's how okay. I'm fun. I'm out of chalk man. Fun. I have um Gonzaga and Texas and then Baylor and Oklahoma State. Now, I don't know if I'm gonna leave this because uh, Oklahoma State already caught them, caught Baylor, but I don't think it's gonna happen again, sadly. So in my final sure oh Alex has two one seeds. Oh, he's all chalk. He's all chalk. But that's just how the that, talk about how the cookie crumbles. That's how it's going to crumble. Gonzaga's going to walk away 87 81. Two high scoring teams. W. It's done. And I'm. I, I actually. I actually. And like. If I re look at some other things, and the again, if I re look at this Michigan game, I might psych myself out. I think I just have to trust. That it's like that they they get there now. Look, look. What did I say earlier? Forty one percent of the of the in, in brackets. Forty one percent. That means just about almost two one seeds are going to get there. Uh, my two one seeds are there. My my Baylor and my Gonzaga are there, and I think most people are going to have that as well. Oh, no, I have one one. I have one one seed. Uh, Gonzaga's one one seed. And and Texas. Uh, I don't know. Sorry, Alabama. Uh, I like Texas better. And then Oklahoma State. Now it's going to piss me off. If Oklahoma State gets there against Baylor and they catch him again, because I'm on the same, I'm on the path here. Well, okay, we lost one time, not doing it again. Um, Gonzaga Baylor for me, and that's my championship. Gonzaga wins. Is it chalk? Yes, but does it make a little bit more sense this year than others? In my opinion, totally, totally. Don't know. Don't know. I just don't know. I just. Uh... I'm excited for the weekend. I, I can't wait. I can't wait till Thursday hits. Um, we get these. We get these first games starting. It's it's gonna be so fun and just to see because there's a lot of crazy things that happen in these first two two rounds that are just so unpredictable. And something always has to happen, and I just seem to have about. Let me see. Let me count. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven teams that are over 10 seed past the past the first round. We'll see. Cause something happens, man. I wanted to get I want to get a hold of my Cinderella and just have them for the rest of the tournament. That's just mine. Like Georgetown, that's mine. Georgetown makes the lead eight and Drake. No one else can say anything to me. Those are mine. They were they've been declared on this show. You can go back and find the clip if you want to. You can. Those are mine. You said <laughs> I mean Friday's a jam-packed day. Starting at 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 twelve fifteen is Florida and Georgia Tech, and and ending with Villanova and Winthrop at nine fifty seven. You look at some of the games that are going to be played on Friday. We have Texas Tech, Utah State, big game. I highlight that one forty five on TNT. Another big game to to look at too is this um, Loyola Chicago Georgia Tech game at four on TBS. And then if and then you have another ten seven, 
at a Rutgers and, and Clemson at 9:20. You have the SDSU game in Syracuse following that at 9:40. It's there's so many good matchups that are going to happen on Friday, and then that just leads to an even more jam-packed Saturday when Georgetown and Colorado kick it off at 12:15 on CBS. It, it, I'm just I'm so so excited to to just sit and do nothing else but watch these games. And I'm so happy because mostly, and I think I think you can agree on this too, I think most years most of these games are on a, like a Tuesday-Wednesday or a Wednesday-Thursday to start mm-hmm. the tournament. So we're kind of like out and about doing our thing, but it's Friday-Saturday so we can hunker down and just eyes glued to the TV all weekend. That's my plan. Yeah, one thing I'm seeing, and I, don't, I, don't, I want your opinion on. So I'll, you, you know me, I'm, I'm already looking at lines and trying to. You see, Drake's minus one. So, bro, I already could have told you that two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I'm seeing is, remember when I took I took Kansas State plus twenty against Baylor? Mm-hmm. I'm seeing Hartford at, at, at plus twenty six. I see. For me, you can do your thing on that, but for me, I don't like taking the big points like that. Why not? Uh, uh, before before we wrap this up, I want to say this one thing about last night's uh, Six-Nixers game. <laughs> Typical. Did, did, wait, did I just say that? I said six. I, I said, I I said did you hear what I said? I said Six-Nixers. Knicks-Sixers game. Um, Was Reggie's foot out of bounds? Yeah. I think it was, too. No. I think it was, too. I mean, you score what thirteen? It was like thirteen or fourteen or fifteen points in the fourth quarter, and expect to win the game. Uh, they they had they had no field goals in a almost a, a six and a half minute span. That comeback was nutty. And then like, it wasn't like crazy. It was one of those like Sixers comebacks that were just like vintage, like just like so bad. That was just so annoying. So bad. I mean, you just saw that the the Knicks just got tired. They simply just got. They just. They just. Yeah, were out. That, that used to happen. That what happened to you guys? What used to always happen to us? We would come out the first three quarters when we were young. They just wore out. Had talent. I mean, I'm still. So hard. I'm still on this sense. Why is Kevin Knox not playing? Why is Why is a a, a very high draft pick from a few years ago not playing? I never like. I was never high on him. I I don't I don't care. Why has he? Show, well, he's never shown me anything that's been like uh Kevin Knox. Like you know what I mean? If a shot here and there, congratulations, bro. I can hit a shot here. Julius Randle was cold for that fourth quarter. Um, but they play again on Sunday, so we'll get a second chance. Um, oh, like Syracuse is only plus three versus Moorhead. I mean, not Moorhead. We're saying he was Like That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, that's, what I'm trying, that's what I'm trying to instill in your – like, North like North Texas is only plus seven and a half versus Purdue. What? Like, North Texas might win that outright. That's what that's, what that's telling you. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. Texas Tech only minus four and a half over Utah State. Get out of here. They're, getting, they're giving you here. clues. They give you clues. They give you clues. That's why the line, like Virginia and Georgia Tech is a pick them. Virginia Tech, like what? Um, I have me a fit. Colgate's only plus nine versus Arkansas, and I picked Arkansas. I, like, I don't know what to do. I'm I not just... picking Colgate. Sorry. You're going to get, see, this is what you're going to do. And I hope, I, I hope. A lot of other people don't do what you're doing right now. It's you're gonna look at these lines and you're gonna psych yourself out. No, 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 it's like it's all information. I just collected all of my head. Collect it. Collect you're my collecting. Head. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just peeving. I, I picked, I picked against the, the, the lines a couple of times on this, but I'm just, 
further reference. Vegas gives you clues, but you guys always get excited and go this way. So you're supposed to go this way. You know what I mean? We'll all check back in at the end of March and we'll see my bracket and we'll see yours. And I'm like, oh my God, that's what he was saying. <laughs> Just like I was saying with Drake early, like a month ago. This is heck. If you listen to the episode, I think it was three episodes ago, I told you all about Drake. Now you're listening again and like, oh, that's what he was talking. Now wait for it. Wait another month. But, but hold on a second. They got to win. They got to beat Wichita. Who, Drake? Yeah. Okay. And Drake had to beat the top seed. Loy- I mean, the top seed in their conference will really get in as well. I'm not worried about it. I just. I'm You're going to be butthurt if they lose. Sad. I guess that's my favorite. <laughs> Sad. Pain. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go to the Elite Eight, so if they don't win, no, I have to go to the Sweet Sixteen. I was in Iowa. Yikes! I couldn't have Yikes. Been, I wanted to have the Iowa so bad. <laughs> Brother, being Kansas, Kansas is phony. This First is ball, why that, Chalk's gonna win this year. Can we just edit on that? This Chalk. Guy? Said, can we just end it on that? Yes, that's getting, exactly getting, what we're gonna I'm do. Getting uncomfortable. I've noticed that we are up to 80 followers on the Instagram. That's 120 more to go until we can drop this uh, this this giveaway. And the, the funny part is, we're going to be probably when we get to that 200 mark on the Twitter and the Instagram, it might be deep into the baseball season. So we might have to switch up the gift card to um, an MLB shop instead. We'll figure that out as we go. You can check us out on the Instagram at 80EDPod as we're posting some clips there. Cool stuff going on over there. Twitter for some polls. And it's going to be fun uh, for this March Madness tournament to see the Twitter. And, and we guys are, we're going to keep you guys updated on how our brackets are doing um, on the Twitter. I want to say something about the Instagram. The, the, the reel I posted with Steph, with the Steph Curry uh, March Madness moment got 500 plays and 13 likes. What are y'all doing? <laughs> Just double tap. <laughs> Just Hello? Tell them. 500 views and only 13 votes I just go doo-doo. It's so easy to do that. Tell them. 500 of y'all were just looking at it and no one, only, imagine 500 people and only 13 votes I'd be like, you know what? I'll just link, link. No (laughs) one, what? Anyway. No, I'm with you on that. Uh, We got the Facebook page as well with just simply the name of the podcast. Thank you guys for sticking around today and listening to our brackets. March Madness is finally here. You've been listening to the All Day Everyday Show with All Day AJ and Manny Ruffin. My name is Alex Jacobs, but you can call me All Day AJ.